Welcome back to And Motion, Kroll and Mooring's podcast addressing all things transportation related. I'm Paul Keller, your host, a patent and trade secret litigator in Kroll's New York office. We've all heard the old adage, what you don't know can't hurt you. Well, in today's age, with cyber threats, social media, misinformation, disinformation, and fake news, the impact of these online events can be unimaginable to a company's reputation and, of course, its bottom line. As for the transportation industry, given its far-reaching nature, increasing use of new technologies, and potential weaknesses throughout the supply chain, cyber and social media threats can be particularly problematic. So what you don't know can, at least in the transportation industry, hurt you potentially very much. Our guest today, Beck Jones, hails from Pure Technologies, one of the leading innovators in the information space that seeks to better protect companies and institutions from what they don't know. Being targeted on unmoderated social media from disinformation, conspiracy, and incitement. Beck is the COO and co-founder of Pura. As the former head of strategy implementation at Airbus Defense and Space, an intelligence analyst with the Australian government's Office of National Intelligence, and experience in consulting and construction and mining, she has firsthand experience handling the threats posed by social media in the transportation field. Although Beck was some trepidation about the subject matter you know, we're going to be talking about, but how realizing how important it is, we are thrilled to have you on the program. Hey, Paul, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, look, it can be quite a, a scary topic because it is so unknown. But like with anything, the more we educate ourselves about the risks, the better prepared we can be. Well, I certainly appreciate you being here to help us do do that very thing. But, uh, you know, back with, with social media on the news almost daily, uh, sometimes multiple times a day, with reports ranging from how many people are connected to the content such media puts out to the dark web, web 2.0 and all of this. Can you set the table for us a bit and explain, you know, the very various categories of social media that's out there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we're all very familiar with the largest social media companies, you know, X, which was Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you know, these sites have users spanning in the hundreds of millions, they're global. Um, the companies themselves have dedicated teams who are constantly working to remove dangerous disinformation, racism, anti-Semitism, or threats of violence. Uh, and arguably, they're not perfect, but, you know, these guys are really doing their best to try and keep everyone safe. On the other end of the scale, there's really the dark web. And this is where real criminal activity takes place. Everything from the sale of stolen credit cards through to really sinister activities such as child sex trafficking. But sitting in the middle of these two fields is unmoderated social media. And these are sites that, as the title suggests, operate without any content moderation or oversight. So anyone, anywhere can share a thought, an idea, and no matter how deplorable or untrue, it will stay there. Not only that, it will start to garner support uh, from other like-minded individuals on these sites. So the sites themselves are actually tailored to attract users who want to openly express their ideas. So, for example, if you, you're transphobic, you're homophobic, um, there's a site called Kiwi Farms that's dedicated to targeting and harassing members of the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, there's a site called Gab, which is highly popular with uh, anti-Semites. And 4chan is a favourite amongst members of the far right. And, and the list goes on. I mean, this is really a global phenomenon. 
Well, there's a lot of social commentary that one can make about what you just described on all of those spectrums and clearly the, the middle spectrum that you're talking about. But what are the concerns about those unmoderated sites uh, for the transportation field, for the industry itself? Could you walk us through that? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, these sites raise a number of serious risks for companies in transportation spaces, uh, ranging everything from serious reputational damage, we can directly impact revenue and market valuation, through to physical attack on infrastructure. Uh, for example, I'm sure all of your listeners are more than familiar with the trucker convoy that started in Canada earlier this year. Um, you know, the truckers rallied via the use of an unmoderated platform called Telegram to protest against COVID vaccine mandates. Uh, and the group paralyzed the Canadian capital for quite a significant amount of time. And then this cause was actually picked up by US truckers who caused serious disruption throughout the country and at one point even threatened to blockade the US Super Bowl. So, I mean, Telegram is one of the, the most prolifically used unmoderated social media sites. Uh, and actually, my research team has recently been tracking a more concerning trend where we have far-right individuals who are openly encouraging others to attack railway infrastructure in the US and also sharing plans on how to carry out these attacks. And, you know, the, the possibilities are really endless. And, and we have seen it time and time again, whether it's boycott narratives that are being pushed, um, tracking of union issues and protests, the sky's the limit, I guess. Well, so that's that's interesting because what you're talking about there um, is how these uh, this unmoderated social media is used by, uh, you know, groups of people, but they sound like they're disgruntled. They have they've got a bone to pick and they they are finding each other in this space. I certainly want to talk about that a little bit more, but also established players, businesses within the space. Can the can the players in industry, either in the transportation industry or maybe outside of the industry, use unmoderated sites in any way, maybe to, to impact the pace of change or disrupt progress, for example? Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why not. As new technologies are being considered and deployed in industry, for example, e-vehicles, battery technologies, renewable energies, um, it's it's not implausible to believe that other players in the industry could, using these sites to their benefit, to really push doubts over these new technologies or perhaps uh, push doubts about a certain company's ability to roll them out comprehensively. I mean, I won't name the company in question, but there's one story from a few years ago that comes to mind uh, where a video was actually released that reportedly showed a serious safety failure of an autonomous vehicle. And this video was entirely fabricated. And the intent that we now know uh, with hindsight was to drive down the share price of this company and discredit the technology. And for a while, it really did call into question a lot of the evolution that was happening in the space. And, you know, more broadly, you have an audience amongst unmoderated social media users who already hold very strong views on issues such as sustainability and climate change. So that when you have big oil funding climate change misinformation across mainstream social media, as we now know they did in the lead up to COP27, it's quickly accepted as validation of what these individuals already believe to be true. Uh, and it's heavily circulated amongst these communities. So unmoderated social media really becomes an avenue to push propaganda, to push disinformation. Remarkable. So what do companies do? Like what, what should a company be in the transportation space be thinking about when it comes to these kind of risks, risk from other industry players, risk from uh, individual groups of people or individuals themselves? 
Yeah, so I mean, the first question or thing to check is really whether or not your security risk and communications teams are even aware of these threats. Um, Most of the time, we find the answer is no. Um, You know, even teams either haven't really heard of unmoderated social media yet, or they aren't educated on the dangers. Uh, And if they are, they often sort of say, oh, well, we know about it, but it won't happen to us, which is a very big mistake. Um, You know, teams really need to have the right tools in place for monitor for these threats and concerning narratives. Um, They need to educate their executives about why these newer risks are very real uh, and how sometimes a seemingly crazy or unbelievably unbelievable narrative can in fact lead to um, significant real world impacts for the company, for your employees, um, for the brand. And then most importantly, have plans in place for what to do if something were to really take off out of nowhere. That's good intel on its own. But how does your company fit into this space? Yeah, thanks for asking. So Pira actually specializes in collecting data from these unmoderated social media sites. Uh, We currently pull in content from more than 20 of the sites in the ecosystem, and we're constantly adding because the ecosystem is constantly growing. And then we use AI to help our customers identify violent threats, hate speech, and to track disinformation. And ultimately, our goal is to help companies and individuals be aware of these threats so you can stay ahead of them and try and preserve the safety of your employees, your brand, and, and your infrastructure. Uh, that, that, that's great to know. I'm, you know, listen, this is a, from my layperson's vantage, this seems like a rather significant blind spot uh, for potential com- for companies uh, operating in this space. So I'm, I'm guessing if you're a, a player uh, in this kind of information gathering uh, from this particular sector of social media, I'm, I'm guessing there are a number of other players in the space that offer maybe similar s- services. So how does Pira differentiate itself from those other players? Yeah, well, I mean, actually, Paul, we're, we're kind of a one-off company right now. Um, there are a lot of incumbents in the space, but they have traditionally focused on the mainstream social media sites, such as X, such as Facebook. Um, but we started the company with a specific focus on these unmoderated social media sites. Hmm. And so no one really pulls the content from as many sites as we do and knows how to point the AI in the right direction to identify the most concerning content. All right. Well, that, that's very good to know. Well, so tell us a little bit more about how Peer then helps clients prepare for these type of social media issues. Can you share a little bit of that for our listeners? Yeah, for sure. So we try and provide a range of solutions for our customers, everything from just basic alerts. So if something is being said about you on these sites, uh, your security and comms teams will know about it. Uh, We also have software that empowers our customers to monitor for these threats themselves in-house through to package reports that we pull together using our AI and and, uh, the very, very good skills of our research and analytical team. And then in addition to that, we work with an amazing group of partners who really help companies prepare for or respond to viral disinformation campaigns or, you know, ramp up their analytics teams or or even put additional security measures in place if something really serious is facing them. This this is uh, an an incredible area of the transportation space that I have not really spent a lot of time thinking about. And so I'm thinking about the, the various applications of your company's services from from unions to industry issues uh, to individual employee issues up and down the chain. And I'm going to ask that we could check back with you maybe sometime in the future to touch base if an issue erupts in the space that uh, we think may, may be very well suited for your services. You might have some insight on how to respond to it. But is there anything else 
that you think our listeners should know about this, they're frankly rather fascinating, yet mildly unnerving or wildly unnerving uh, space? Is there something more we should know before finishing? Yeah, look, I think, you know, AI can seem a little bit unknown or or, or concerning or or disturbing to a lot of traditional industries and, and transportation, I think, can be one of those industries. But the reality is, you know, we're already as an AI company working against the clock to keep pace with people who are using AI for nefarious purposes. It's cheap, it's easy to use, and and people who mean your your executives and your company's harm are openly using it to put together threats and to manipulate the truth to really hurt your company. Security teams, communication teams are often underfunded and they're not always working with the latest tools to really combat these threats. And it's it's really important to have a think about that. I mean, some of the issues that, that keep me up at night, I mean, uh, how do we help security teams identify a deep fake that's targeting a CEO before it goes viral? That's one of the challenges. How do we help security teams identify when one of their employees has been doxxed using only their face? So basically providing their face their personal information, such as an address, with the objective of causing that person harm. How do you know if far-right extremists are plotting to target or disrupt your industry or your company? You know, these are some really serious issues that we need to think about. And if you're not thinking about it, you're very, very far behind the eight ball. Beck, this is wildly insightful. We really appreciate your time. Um, and again, I will ask you to, if we can touch base with you from time again as as issues erupt. But thank you for sharing these thoughts with our audience. I know it's been helpful to a lot. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Paul. This episode of And Motion is brought to you by Cruel and Mooring LLP. To learn more about this series, visit cruel.com forward slash podcasts.